Hey, lovely people. Well, happy Monday. Before I dive into today's Today I Choose, I want to say a huge thank you to everyone that joined me last week for the Today I Choose book launch. It was a little different than I thought it would be, but it was still a whole heap of fun. Um, many of you might know that my, uh, husband's father um, was very sick during um, quarantine and lockdown over here. He lives in the US, had a severe heart attack and uh, was close to not actually making it. So we made the decision to actually fly out to finally get to see him so Steve could go and be with his dad and he's doing great. So that's the good news. But what that meant was when we flew home, I missed my launch date because I had to be in isolation. But that was okay because the reason why I wrote the book was that God spoke to me to get up out of my bed, even if I'm in my PJs, and begin to speak to you from my home to your home. So it kind of was fitting that the celebration of the book launch was from my house, where I was still locked down, to you, wherever you were watching. So thank you, and for all of you that ordered the book, I really hope that you're loving it and uh, and it's really, really um, blessing you. And then after you've read it and journaled in it, it looks really cute on a coffee table with the candle on top or however you're going to display it. So I hope it's a blessing to you and uh, you've got one in your hands. And so... If you haven't, get online, order today when you finish watching this because the whole book is dedicated to you because that's who this was written for and uh, we've been on this journey now for quite a while together. So thank you, first of all, for celebrating. I had to eat all the cupcakes to myself, so that celebration was really hard for me to endure. <laughs> And also keep posting your stories. We asked you to post your story of your testimony of Today I Choose and hashtag Today I Choose book so we can collect them all together. And I'm loving seeing your faces. Many of you seeing you for face to face for the first time on those pictures means so much. And so if you've not done that yet, please do that so that we can see you and say hi to you and comment back and forth. And just that community that we build is pretty awesome. So that leads me to this week. And um, I just felt prompted by God this week to speak over you um, a word that means you're going to have to rise up and take some authority in your life. And uh, maybe it's because of the timing of like in England now, kids are going finally back to school, life's returning a little bit to normal. And I guess we're getting back into actually saying, okay, we need to move forward. We need to take ground. We're opening up our churches again. We're planning services again. And I think the enemy does not want us to come out of this season and take any authority or take charge in any way. I think he wants us to kind of roll through the rest of the year feeling like, well, what was the point? The, we're, the year's a bit of a washout. And I want to say to you, the year's not a washout. This could be the best year for learning, for growing, for going deeper. And I want you to realize that you have an authority in God that has gone nowhere, nowhere in this season. It is still there. It is still yours. And so that's why I want to start this week by encouraging you to take charge. Today, I choose to take charge. 
And you might say, well, Charlotte, God's in charge. Yes, he is. But God has asked you and I to be stewards of our life and to be responsible for what he's given us. And that requires us actually taking charge of areas in our life that if we don't, will become overgrown or will become areas where they are not growing the right fruit. We have to take charge of the garden of our lives and do the work that God requires us to do with the potential that he's placed within each each of us. And maybe you just need reminding of that. Maybe you've forgotten that you can take charge because when you wear your pajamas all day, you don't feel like you're in charge of anything. When you're not in front of the office like you normally are or with the people you're normally with, you don't feel you have anything to take charge of. And it can be really a subtle thing. It kind of seeps into our spirit. And before you know it, there's so many areas of our life that we fail to take charge in. And today I'm just saying, hey, wake up and take charge. So what area is that for you. After you've listened to this, I want you to write down some areas that maybe you know that's a challenging right now. Maybe it's something as simple as you need to take charge again of your exercise and your health. Maybe you have eaten too many cupcakes in lockdown. Um, Maybe you have forgotten what it is to exercise. Maybe your diet has become something that's not healthy. Maybe your sleep pattern has been something that's not good. And so in this lockdown season, and you have allowed some things to go a little bit more flexible and a little bit more stretchy, (laughs) like those elasticated pants that we've loved wearing for months. But now it's time to say, no, I'm taking charge. I'm taking charge of my diet, of my health, of my sleeping habits, because it matters because I'm a steward. Maybe you've allowed some things to actually just kind of go by the by in your home, in your atmosphere of your home, in the way that your maybe your kids speak or maybe you speak. And it's time to, you know, take charge again and say, no, we don't speak like that in our house. And no, that's not the way that we treat people. And no, that's not going to happen on my watch. Maybe it's time for you to wake up as it were and say, no, I'm going to take some authority back in this area where I have forgotten I need to take charge. Let me read this psalm to you in Psalm 8. It's an amazing psalm and I'm reading it from the NIV, but it also puts it great in the message. Um, I'm going to read the whole thing, I think. I love, Lord our, Lord our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. You have set your glory in the heavens through the praise of children and infants. You have established a stronghold against your enemies to silence the foe and the avenger. When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars, which you have set in place, what is mankind that you are mindful of them? Human beings that you care for them and yet you have made them a little lower than the angels and crowned them with glory and honor. You have made them rulers or in the message it says them that you have given them charge over the works of your hands. You put everything under their feet, all flocks and herds, all animals of the wild, the birds in the sky, the fish in the sea and all that swim in the paths of the sea. Lord our Lord, how majestic is your name. Did you see that? That God has given us a seat of authority, that he thinks that you are smart enough, that you are worthy enough to be entrusted with that responsibility, that you, my friend, are the head and not the tail. And maybe you just need reminding of that today because you've forgotten that you can take charge, that God has given you that authority, that he is the ultimate supreme authority that we come under. But he's asked us actually to give rule and to give dominion here on the earth. 
this and actually to take our job seriously. You know, there's a, a scripture in Luke 19 where it records the story of some servants and this man that owns the land and owns the household and he gives them all talents to actually be stewards of. And in Luke 19, it says that he asks them to take charge of what he's entrusted to them. And the story unfolds that when he comes back to see what they've done with what he left them in charge of, he's highly, highly disappointed in those that did nothing with what he entrusted. And I think about that scripture and I think about how God has entrusted to us these areas in our life. And he's saying to us, it's on you to take charge. It's on you to take dominion and rule in those areas where I've asked you. I think we need more people that love God, that believe his word, to stand up and take charge in the world more than ever before. We need the righteous to be bold. We need us to find our voice. And that begins in the little things. The Bible says, faithful in little, entrusted in much. And so maybe you've forgotten that actually you need to take charge in your home, in those areas, in your eating habits, in those areas, in the relationship that you know is actually out of control. You need to take charge and say, no, I'm putting a boundary back up. This is not good. This is not healthy. I am taking charge. You can do that. Yes, you can. And that's what I want to remind you of as you set out into another week. See, what we model as parents, our children are going to copy. So if you don't take charge in those little things in your life, when you ask them to take charge of their laundry or their bedroom or the way they speak, they're going to be thinking, well, you don't model that in your life. We have to be those that do the work so that we're modeling to them how to be the head and not the tail when it comes to things at school how to be the head and not the tail when it comes to the things that are happening in their peer group. We've got to model that. And so maybe you're a timid person, maybe you're a shy person, maybe you're a nervous person, but that does not mean that you're not a person that God has called to take charge. His authority is on you and in you. I remember when I first began to decide to do something with the gift that was inside of me, literally I realized God had called me to use this to speak. And I had a lot of people that were against me in that. A lot of females that actually even audibly booed me in a service and said we wouldn't listen to her if she spoke. And so I remember thinking, well, do they think that I'm trying to take over? And I remember feeling bullied and intimidated because people would say, well, you shouldn't do that as a woman. You shouldn't step up. You shouldn't speak. And so you know what? I went to God about it. And I said, God, you put this gift in me. God, it's on you. You gave me this voice and this kind of desire to do these things. And God, you're making doors open for me. He said, God, I'm going to really need you to help me know, should I take charge in this area? Should I stand up in this area? And you know what? I just felt God just say, Charlotte, fan into flame that gift. Take charge of the gift. It's the gift I gave you. And I'm going to stand before God for the gift inside me. Not that person. You're going to stand before God for the gift inside you, not anybody else. And so you need to understand that if God has given you one talent, two talents, five talents, 10 talents, that you need to take charge of those talents and put them to good use. God sees that inside of you and he's saying, come on, you can do it. How we do it is with love and respect and honor. How we do it is with his grace and his kindness and his compassion. How we do it is with with, with respect, but we don't bow down to the pressure around us. We stand up and we take charge of the goodness of God within us. And we get that out of our mouth, out of our hands 
plans, out of our actions. And so where is it today that maybe you just need reminding to get the pajama mentality off and take charge? Maybe it's in your health, like I said, but maybe it's in a job and a vocation area where you just need to get back up and take charge in that area that you know you're gifted to lead in. Maybe it's in your home and there's just some things that have just got to get kind of go by the wayside because of the atmosphere and the kind of situation we're in. And you're like, no, that is not what our house is going to be like. That is not what my marriage is going to be like. That's not what this friendship's going to be like. Maybe someone today is going to be really shocked that you're going to take charge in an area, but maybe you're going to find that when you do, God's like, yes, this is what I called you to do. Remember Joseph? When he came out of that prison and he was told, hey, Joseph, I want you now to take charge of the whole plan for this whole nation. He had to step up into that authority. God had been preparing him all along. And if he'd have gone, oh, just me, I just came out of prison. I've got this against me. I kind of made these mistakes. My brothers don't like me. Then imagine the story would not have looked the way it looked. What about David when he was in front of a Goliath? He's like, you know what? No one else is taking charge. So I'm going to take charge of this situation. What about Esther, who was like, I know I'm supposed to wait for the king to approach me, but if I wait, everybody might die. So you know what? I'm just going to take charge today and I'm going to go see the king anyway. That's what it looks like. It's a risk sometimes. You don't know what's on the other side of it, but I'm telling you when God's nudging you, he is with you. He is for you. And so this week, have a different week by taking charge. Take charge of your mood. Yes, you can. You can take charge of those emotions and put them in the place where they need to be. Take charge charge of your confession. Take charge of the atmosphere in your household. Take charge in that place where you know you've got potential and gift that needs to get out of you. This week, know that God has given you dominion, that he's given you talents and he's saying to you, come on, I'm empowering you as my child to do something what I've given you. Imagine if you gave your kids something and you said, I'm entrusting you with this. I want you to enjoy it. I want you to take charge of this area. Imagine if you gave them something and they did nothing with it. And they just said, well, I just didn't feel like, you know, I could or I deserved it. You'd be so disappointed because you believe in their potential. That's how God thinks about us. He's like, come on, you got this. So God is our supreme authority. We come underneath his authority and then we look at what he's entrusted us with and the world that he's placed us in. And then we become the head and not the tail and we take charge. So this week, choose to make some decisions that actually are taking charge in some areas that maybe it's long overdue. Have a great week. And I can't wait to hear testimonies of what advancement will become and what change will happen because of those decisions. Love you.